street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Hey everybody, my name is Objectively Dan, and I host a call-in show live every Friday nights at 7 p.m. Central called Truth Wanted, where I talk to people about what their beliefs are and why. Uh, and recently, I had a YouTuber named Notes from Autumn, or just Autumn, on my show, and we had some calls about street epistemology, and specifically the ethics of street epistemology. And here are some of those clips right now. Jake, who's calling in from Washington. Jake, what's going on tonight? Hey, Dan, huge fan. Um, and I, I recognize Autumn, but I'm, I'm not sure from where. Well, Autumn was on Shannon Q's channel the other day, so maybe you saw her there. That was uh, your first live stream, I think. So, yeah, I don't know yes. other collaborations you've done. Uh, I've done a collab with Taylor, but that was on uh, the Antibot, but that was on my channel. But right. uh, it could be from my YouTube channel. I don't know. But Jake, what what do you want to talk to us about? Yeah, I, I have some, uh, some friends that, um, actually you're familiar with some of them, that uh, tell me that the street epistemology is a dishonest conversation technique designed to make somebody... Um, uh, lose space or, or question their own um, belief in epistemology and it's, uh, it follows a specific script to lead them directly to atheism. And I, I definitely wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I didn't continue the conversation and, and then ask somebody who's more familiar with it than myself. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts? Do you think there's any kind of uh, dishonest manipulation going on there? Well, you know, the answer to this question is a bit more complicated um, than one might think, because if we're talking about the person who put the label of street epistemology on this method, that being uh, the guy named Peter Bogosian, was it his intention to um, like use this to make atheists? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, that's kind of clear from his book, a manual from for creating atheists. Now he didn't like that title of the book. You know, there's kind of a story as why it's called that. Um, but you know, I, I think maybe that's, there are people out there who could use it for that ends, but that the, the purpose of, I mean, really what street epistemology is, is, is a modified Socratic method. So in that sense, the method itself is neutral. You can use the method on any belief. It's not just a Christian belief. You can use it. If, if I were to say, yeah, I believe for certain that there are no gods. You can use street epistemology on that statement, on me making that statement right there. Um, the fact is, most people who are interested and who are using street epistemology are atheists. That's just the fact of the community. And so it can easily be seen under this perception that, yeah, this is a tool for atheists to make other atheists. But I think what's more accurate is to say that this is a tool for people to examine their beliefs. And it just so happens that a God belief is one of the most popular beliefs in this country. Um, and it's, it's, it's a belief worth examining, in our opinion. I think any belief is worth examining. I'm not sure if there's a belief that isn't worth examining. 
And if you go to bigger string epistemology folks than me, folks like Anthony Magnabosco, if you look at their channel, like, yeah, they talk about God beliefs, but they talk about all kinds of other stuff. They talk about beliefs in ghosts, beliefs in uh, whether the president is uh, good or not, whether there's aliens, whether or not um, uh, there's karma. I mean, like, there's all kinds of stuff that people are using this method for besides just a God belief. So is it designed to inspire doubt? Well, I think it's designed to inspire people to think about why they believe what they believe. Uh, because if we're believing for reasons that may not be good, you know, most people would want to know that. Uh, but we can't always figure that out for themselves. Sometimes it takes an outside influence. Personally, again, I was a Christian when I first talked to Anthony. I was grateful that, for that conversation, even as a Christian. And you can tell from that video and you can tell from other Christians who've talked to Anthony. Most of them are pretty happy with it. They like it. They, they enjoy having it. If they didn't, you wouldn't see the smiles that they have at the end of their conversations. And if anybody isn't comfortable with it, you know, uh, then Anthony doesn't put it up on the channel. He respects people and doesn't, you know, doesn't put it out there. But yeah, like it's 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 designed with consent in mind. Um, and it's also designed just, again, to be neutral. But that perception, you know, it's easy to see why it exists. So there you go. There's my comprehensive answer, Jake. I hope that was uh, good Good for you. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that, 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 um, that some of that isn't too far from, from what I was asking about them. Because, like I was saying, it is, it, it is possible to use it in a manipulative way, but it's it's also possible to use it in an honest way. If you're asking honest questions with the honest goal of understanding, then it's not manipulative. But um, their response yeah. was that it's been used to directly hurt a lot of people in their community and um, that... Um, um, the, when, when we talk about like the way Anthony Magnabosco uses it, it is people cannot properly consent to the conversation um, uh, because of the, the the way that he um, approaches or allows people to approach them. Um, there, what they were saying is if Anthony um, were to say set up a booth and say this is my goal. Um, come to me if you want to talk to me, that would be one thing. But with the way that um, he does it, it's um, it, it, that, that that inherently leads to a, an inability to properly consent, especially because people don't understand what the technique is or the script that people um, tend to follow. Not, not yeah. that you or Anthony necessarily follows a script, but a lot of people do follow a script. So the, I, you know, I have a few thoughts on this because I think street epistemology is supposed to be iterative. I don't know that we have ever, if there is a script because it, every question you ask has to be context dependent on the answer. Um, and someone's like confidence on that answer. Like, I guess like, you know, if somebody said, yeah, I, I, I I'm like 60% or, or from a scale of one to a hundred, I'm, I'm like on a 60 that something's true. You know, I would ask, okay, well, what would bring it to a 70 or what would bring it to a 50? You know, like that's something that you can ask every time. That's kind of like a script, but it's so context dependent. I'm not sure what people mean when they say it, it's like a script. And, and I do understand this idea also that, 
you know, you don't really know sometimes what you're getting into with these conversations, but you know, that's just, that's learning. That's learning about yourself and learning the limits of your knowledge and what you know about things. And I, that's just, I mean, that's just going to happen regardless uh, if you ever have a conversation about your belief. And especially if you have someone who's so confident about their belief being true, but if they discover through their own reasoning that the beliefs that they have, you know, may not have been built up by the best reasons, um, then like, I, to me, it's almost like what more humane thing to do than to, to let people know of that, you know, but I can understand if you disagree with, you know, the, 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 the core principles of who the person is that's doing the SE, like it can, it can kind of see manipulative. I, there are people, and you know, I said earlier that there's not a lot of religious people that do SE. I have seen people on YouTube that have tried to do it. I know at least one Christian guy who did it, but like, it wasn't even real SE. It was, it was more like him trying to ask like Pascal's wager. And, and I also add that if you're making arguments through SE, you're not doing SE. And I think that's, that's a thing that trips people up too. If you're trying to lead people to a specific conclusion, then you're not using the method correctly. It's supposed to be just an evaluation. I shouldn't be trying to convince you that you should be an atheist through doing SE. That's if I was doing that, then it stops being SE then and it becomes something else. It becomes, I don't know, lawyering, I guess, like, um, cause I'm, you're not supposed to lead people to certain, certain kinds of predisposed conclusions. Again, it's supposed to just be a reflection. You're supposed to be a mirror, but yeah, I can see somebody can use parts of that method for their ends. That's true. Yeah, that, that's kind of how, how I've seen SE um, in the past is uh, we want to try and examine why you believe the thing that you believe. And it, it doesn't matter anything that you're, you're, you're ready to examine. Let's just um, understand how you come to that point. And mm -hmm. the, the thing this particular community, and I, I don't want to call them out, um, but this particular community is, is telling me, hey, you know what, that may have been the goal of some people um, or, or of the method, but how it's used. Like, okay, you, you can say, okay, you know, there's this Christian and there's this atheist and there's this person. They had a good experience. But if you ask these people in this community, they're, they're telling me, no, 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 this has been, been used to hurt this person and this person and this person. Um, tons of people in this community have been directly hurt by um, how it's used and how it's been um, used to manipulate them or, or their um, uh, people directly connected to them. You know, Jake, I'll, I've been in the SE community for a couple of years now, and I'll be honest, this is the first time I've ever heard of anybody saying they've been directly hurt by it. Um, if, if that's true, I'd certainly like to know, but I'll, I, I've simply just never heard that before. Um, I've heard people accuse they, S. Yeah, go ahead. They actually said they had, one of the people said they had this conversation with you um, previously. About, about hurting people? people being hurt by it or manipulated by it i don't know i mean i i again like you can use parts of this method to hurt people like yeah you can ask leading questions but like again leading questions isn't really what the kind of questions we're trying to ask if you're just asking somebody why they believe something 
or is the is the reason why they believe a good reason? You know, like anybody can ask that. That's not really SE specific. It's just, but it is within, you know, that's also an SE type of question, if that makes sense. Um, I and, and I, I was gonna say also that I know that uh, you know, people have accused SE of trying to lead people to like a scientific verificationism, you know, that there's only one specific way that we can verify our beliefs. But again, that's just not what SE is. We're trying to figure out how do you verify, like figure out your beliefs are true? What method are you using? And do you think it's a good one? But you know, why or why not? Um, and I don't know. I don't know of anybody, sir. I don't know of anybody that's come to me and said, Dan, I've been hurt by SE. I, I don't know if I've had that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to mention them on air, um, mm. but yeah, it, it's it's definitely. This is why I I want to understand from the other side of uh, the other point of view because if if somebody's telling me, hey, this is being used to hurt people, is it because um, uh, people in the community are are manipulating the way SE is used, or do they have a warped view of SE, or or this kind of thing? And, and it's it. it the way you're explaining it is definitely a different side of the coin from the way they explain it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can't, I can't speak to, you know, other people's experiences without, you know, having that conversation with them. Cause again, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm hearing this from you and, and, you know, I, I, if, if somebody wants to call in and tell me like, Hey, this is how SE has hurt me, or this is how I think SE can be manipulative. I I'm certainly open to that conversation. And if it's something that if SE ends up hurting people more than it helps, I'll find another method. Um, but I, you know, speaking to my own experience, it's certainly been helpful for me. Um, and I, I know a lot of people where it's been helpful for, in fact, some of the people just call it in and say how helpful it is for them. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, you, you know how um, gaslighting is like telling somebody something that, uh, like when when you have a conversation and you tell the person in the conversation that what happened isn't actually what happened, and you get them to doubt mm, what yeah. um, what actually happened, and um, they not they use that as an analogy for how it is used to get people to doubt their own. So. Yeah, here's the difference I'd say to that though, and Autumn could probably speak to this too, uh, because you know this uh, gaslighting is a topic that I know you've talked about. Um, but like gaslighting, from my understanding, is you know from a, like an abuser perspective, you are deliberately gaslighting somebody because you are protecting yourself, or you're covering yourself, or you're trying to get something out of that. You know, there's it's a it's a deliberate act of deceit. That's happening. And I think when people who are using street epistemology, I don't think that there's a, an active deceit element, at least if they're good people, right? Um, I think they're honestly trying to evaluate why someone believes what they believe um, and, and, and wants to know, like, if the, if the reasons that they believe something, you know, is it reliable? Is it, is it something you'd use for, is a method you use to believe one thing the same you'd use for other things? Um, again, I, it goes back to this idea that it's an examination. There's not a goal. A gaslighting, there's usually a goal, which is to, you know, cover your tracks and and make people doubt themselves for malicious intent. And I don't I don't think that um I don't think SE qualifies in that sense. 
Nope. Jake, you still there? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm still there. I'm still here. Okay. I'm just waiting for um, your co-host. To... Oh, yeah, Autumn, I just wanted to know your take on Sorry. gaslighting. Yeah. Yeah, this is all new for me. So I'm used to like a normal conversation. You don't interrupt, whereas maybe on a talk show you want to interrupt. Uh, I don't know yet. But um, so it's interesting to me that you brought up consent. First of all, my first thoughts were, when watching Anthony Magnabosco's street epistemology channel, he usually introduces the idea of street epistemology and says, this is what I'm doing and says, is that okay with you? So I'm, I'm confused where there would be an inability to consent, especially when a lot of the people that the students that he's talking to are adults. Um, and so I feel like maybe yeah. I could see how street epistemology might make somebody so uncomfortable that they feel like the because they re were really uncomfortable with the outcome and the feelings that they had of, of doubt and not being able to explain something that just seems so true to their core and a belief maybe that they've held for a really long time. Mm. Um, I could see how they could feel... Um, like, I don't want to feel this way. How how can Anthony or somebody doing street epistemology change their style so that nobody has to feel the way that I feel? I feel like that I could understand when it comes to talking about consent. But then I think about how children cannot consent to being, being indoctrinated with beliefs, whether mm. they be religious beliefs or maybe even political ideologies. I don't know. Um, they can't consent to that. And in order to maybe come out of a, a belief that would be negatively affecting them, that could be um, not true, they would have to go through a, a process of deconstruction. I, I prefer the word uh, deconstruction to like deconversion or uh, like that's when you're leaving a religion. I don't know what you'd call it when you're leaving a political view, but I guess that would be deconstruction. So they would have to go through a process of deconstruction in order to reconstruct something else. And I think street epistemology, to me, when I've been learning street epistemology, my goal has been to try and create more critical thinkers. I think that instead of creating atheists, I'm not pro-atheism, I'm pro-critical thinking, right? So. I want people to come to conclusions for better reasons than just my parents said so, you know? Um, sorry, there was a lot of thoughts all at once, but I was I was really thinking through what you guys were saying. Do you, do you have a response for me? Yeah, no, th th that's, that's good thoughts. Uh, that, that's, that's good. Um, um, see, that when, when we're talking about a child who's indoctrinated, um, if, if we're doing a, a manipulative or, or brainwashing technique, um, you don't you don't fix two wrongs with the right, um, or you don't you don't fix a wrong with another wrong. Um, so it, it, if in fact it were manipulative, then then it would be. Um, but um, I, I like I like the deconstruction um, uh, look on it, and and what what they're saying is is. Anthony does give the uh, hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, is that okay with you? And, but they don't. They, they most of the time people had never heard of, of street epistemology, let alone epistemology, before the talk. And the way they put it was, 
I'm about to do a brainwashing technique or a manipulative conversation technique. Do you consent to being manipulated in this conversation? That, that's the way they analogize the, the, that type of consent. And, and, and like you were saying, when you have somebody who is in public um, or you know, semi-in public, they're in a uh, at least moderately, maybe semi-high-pressure situation, they don't want to look like the fool. So it, it, that, that does play into the, um, the power dynamic of the conversation. You know, and, and, and I can speak to that, Jake, as someone who was on the other side of the camera. Yeah, like there is kind of a thing where you don't want to feel like you mess up, you know. Uh, and and uh, Anthony, I don't think he does these conversations live anymore, but he used to do those live. I think the one, the one that I was talking with him was a live one. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think he stopped doing that, but, um, yeah, like that's, that, that's definitely true. You know, like if you're going to add the camera into it, yeah, there, there might be something there, uh, where people don't feel like, you know, uh, they're saying that the things that they want to say, um, I, I will add that again, if somebody says to Anthony or anybody else, Hey, I actually don't want this to go on YouTube or something. It doesn't go to YouTube, you know, it doesn't go up there. Um, and I, I just point out that lots. Well, if you look at the end of these videos, most people are smiling. Again, they really enjoy this. Um, but I would also say that you can still use this method off camera and, and have these same kinds of conversations. And, you know, you take that element away. I mean, and, and there you go. It's still the same. I don't know if there's any questions that Anthony or any other street epistemologists are asking that I don't think any person should uh, shouldn't reasonably ask themselves when it comes to their beliefs. I, um, I, I don't, I, I don't think the, the, the aspect of the camera or the live stream is the biggest issue that, um, that they have with, uh, SD is the, the, the power dynamic and the ability to consent and, um, the, um, the, the typical online, um, you know, person you, you'd meet in a like the SE Discord or or other SE forums, that type of stuff. The the typical out um, uh, goal that they seem to have of um, of uh, conversion to atheism. Yeah, I don't know, Jay. I mean, like you know, but following that logic, one could say that this whole show, Truth Wanted. Um, is violating people's consent in some way because it's on camera and sometimes people don't have, have conversations that they don't expect to have, you know? Um, Actually, this was uh, directly addressed is the, the fact that it is a call in show allows people to understand the dynamic. They can watch the show. Um, They have the option to, to look up these terms uh, before or even while on the call. So while there is still a, a imbalance of, um, of power in in the conversation, it's at least the um, people have a much better informed consent when calling um, your show or other shows like it. Yeah, that's true. But uh, you know, again, I, I I just have to point out that no conversation that anybody doesn't want to go on YouTube goes on YouTube um, when it comes to the street yeah, yeah, yeah. conversation. So yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I, I see that Anthony does that and, it, you know, it, it is, it's, it's really cool that he does that, but it's, 
this isn't the, the issue that they have. It's, it's not about it necessarily being public. It's about the conversation technique being, even if it's not designed to be, it's used as, um, you know, the, the manipulation that they've been telling me about. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I can only say that I hope that what I've said here makes sense. Um, and that I, 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 I've said what I've had to say about it, but, uh, as on a base level, I don't think street, street epistemology, the method itself is a brainwashing method or, or, or anything like it. I, you know, may, are there malicious people who can use elements of it to their own gains? Yeah, I absolutely believe that. Um, uh, but I'm just, I'm not convinced that the method itself, you know, outside of even just the dynamics with the cameras and things like that, I, that's not, I'm not convinced of that. And hopefully I, I you know, I've, I've stated my case clearly, Jake, but unfortunately, you know, that's all the time we have for this call because we got to get uh, wrapping up on this show. But thanks for calling in. And uh, I appreciate you giving your concerns. I appreciate having this conversation because it's good to talk about this stuff. It is good to talk about the ethics of having conversations like this. And I, I wish you well. And uh, I hope you have a good rest of your night. The Street Epistemology Podcast is a production of Street Epistemology International. You can donate or learn more about this nonprofit organization at streetepistemologyinternational.org. The views, guests, and topics expressed here or not expressed here do not necessarily represent those of the organization. 